KCNS FM Colville, KCNS AM Salt Lake City, live from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studios. This is 975-1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Car Sense <laughs> presented by Mark Miller Subaru right here on The Zone Sports Network. We're oh, having way man. too much fun. <laughs> there's, there's certain words. Now, we don't get into detail here. But there are certain words that spark certain memories that spark distraction. That's all. That's all. Everyone's got it. Smell is, a, is smell? attached to memory. Music. Yeah. Music. Yeah. Music is attached oh. to memory. Yep. And certain brands can <laughs> be attached to memory. to memory, for sure. Uh, but I think my story is a lot more fun to remember than the story George was telling us oh, in the break, yeah. for sure. So, yeah, some of the stuff that we see in cars. I want to forget that story and remember my story. No, you want to remember that, so you check it out first. <laughs> well, that's right. let's just say I always look. Hey, absolutely. That's a, that's a good point. I do never want to forget that story. I just don't ever want to experience that People's story. People's cars are very you, – you run the gamut of – the style of taking care of a car in the car business. Well, we'll get into uh, <laughs> we'll get into why we're talking about that here in just a moment. But we have a phone call at eight five five three four zero zone. Jack is with us. Good morning, Jack. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. How are you, Jack? I was in Walmart. There you are. Hey, Hello. Jack. Yeah, we got you. I was in Walmart the other day. They had one of those big green four scrubbers. It was self-driving. There was nobody on it. There was trees in the aisles, scrubbing the floor. Wow. Wow. Like a Roomba in your, in your home? Like a Roomba uh, a, a, a yeah, vacuum? Yeah, a great job. Yeah. But it was one of the big more floor like, polishers. More like, yeah, more like a, uh, uh, well, what's the thing that shaves the ice at the hockey rink? Yeah, the yep. Zamboni, yeah. Yeah, about that size running around. Wow, that's wild. Did you step and in then front of it? <laughs> real question is, uh, if you could explain the new snow tire rule. Oh, the uh, three-peak snow tire rule for going up the canyons. Yeah, we'll get to well, that. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that. you got to have three, three dots on your three snow tire yes. go up some canyons. And yep. Yeah, my, thanks for the call, Jack. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that just now. What is this rule? So they've come out with a new rule um, for driving in the canyons that if you don't have an all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive vehicle, you can either mandatory do chains. It was my understanding. I could be a little wrong, a little wrong on this, but the tires have to have three mountain peaks on them. It's more. It's an aggressive snow tire. It's not an all-season tire. It's a true snow tire. It's it's a logo, right? Yeah. The, the three the peak. three peaks. Yeah, and yeah, you you can still do um, chains. Looks like. Yep. Um, but yeah, you have to have a tire that's rated the mountain snowflake tire is what they call it. I can just see uh, the highway patrolman in the mouth of can you can oh, go yeah. as it goes by. I didn't see that come back. <laughs> yeah, how's it? Yeah, your well, y- your wheels are uh, just caked in ice and snow. And yeah, they're, yeah. Even going so, so one thousand RPM, he's not going to be able to spot a logo. on Yeah, it. so you go over to Colorado, Colorado in the mountain passes to go to Vail and all that. If you get stuck there. If you cause traffic to stop because you don't have traction, it's like a five hundred thousand dollar fine. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred to a thousand dollars. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. It's five hundred thousand. It's like, geez. I mean, if you've driven I seventy, you don't want to drive that in snow. Yeah. So is this at any time or only when the, the advisory is November first to I assume May up in the mountains. Yeah, and UDOT's put out a map um, where these requirements are in place, and it's they've got, they've and got a class one and right? a class two. And yeah, it looks like class class two are going to be most of the canyons around around Salt Lake. Part what if you these. have that uh, real-time all-wheel drive? Does that, is that covered? Anything Does that, that says count? all-wheel drive, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. But even on all-wheel drive, you still need to have a M- MS-rated tire. Um so it's, it, it needs to be for mud and snow. Um, it can't just be like a summer um, performance tire because um, there are some some tires that you do wow. see. Wow. Yeah. So uh, my crosscheck, I can't you're take fine. that up. Oh, I'm okay. You're fine. You're fine. You yeah. Those are rated. Yeah, those are okay. rated tires. Yep, but snow. my uh, CRV, no go. 
No go on that. Not thing. without the good snow tires on it. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm not. Which putting, is I'm not putting expensive tires. I'm not on sure that what car. Well, and just do I, everybody sh- a favor. Don't go up the canyon if you've got a rear wheel drive car or even front wheel drive, and you've got I mean, bald I, tires. I grew up and, going up the canyon with bald tires and oh, a rear wheel drive car. <laughs> no, yeah. we always had good tires on it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- they're not inexpensive. These no. tires we're talking yeah. about. So. No, but, I just, I just uh, put new tires on my daughter's Crosstrek before she left town. It was five fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which you know, that's actually not too bad. No, it's not terrible. Because uh, I just was in the market for four new tires on the the CRV. Yeah. And uh, the 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 I got a few bids that were close to eight. Yeah, depends on what you do. And those were not for s- snow tires. Those were just yeah. regular tires, regular Michelins. So yeah. now I found one that was more. In fact, I called that guy back and said, I found the same tire, same deal, this place for $400 less. So you're lying to me, guy. And then I hung up the phone. But anyway, <laughs> I'll let even, him have it. I wouldn't even bother with the phone call. <laughs> I just, I, I don't like that he was trying to rip people off. But anyway, that, that's beside the point. You have to have these tires on to go up the canyons. Or just don't I'm go. I'm not sure how they're going to patrol that. That's an interesting... I guess it's, it's if you cause a problem, you then they look at it. Yeah, yeah, then they're going to come and check out your tires. And it's it's a Class B misdemeanor, so it could be wow. a $1,000 fine and or six months in jail. Oh, I think that's wow. worthy of throwing someone in jail for. What dumb. I don't... Dumb. I mean, if it's your third offense, maybe, but... <laughs> I, it's, there's no reason. There, there's no like hospitals up that way. You can't say it's an emergency. I yeah, gotta yeah, get up there. It it's, is an emergency. There's powder. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It depends on where you, your point of view. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> but if I'm the if I'm the type that goes up and gets a season pass, I'm gonna personally want a vehicle that I can rely on to get me up and down all winter oh, anyway. Yeah. So, But every year you see people that should not be anywhere close to those canyons that are trying hey, to go up. Hey, but we don't need safety around. inspections. No, no. <laughs> well, I wonder how many... Just uh, take the, the bus. Yeah. I wonder how many uh, people will fly in this winter for a ski weekend, rent a car at the airport that won't have those tires on it and try to get I up there. I think most of your people that rent cars at the airport rent four-wheel drives. Well, so? we talked about this. Yeah. Actually, most of the rental cars, less than uh, 50% of the rental cars at Salt Lake Airport are all-wheel drive. Wow. When it comes Interesting. to... Interesting. Yeah. So that may so be the... Uh, the majority of people flying in that have probably never driven in snow before, and they're not getting an all-wheel drive car um, with who knows what kind of tires. And they're driving up the canyon. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're flying into yeah. here in the winter. All right. Well, thank you, Jack. Good question. <laughs> I hadn't even heard of that, so thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it just came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, 855-340-ZONE. If you want to be part of the show, 855-340-ZONE. All right. So this study from USA Today, the uh, the title is, Cars Have a Problem. They last longer, and that means the insides get grubby and outmoded. And it's a, it's a long article. We're not going to read it. But essentially, the breakdown here is that cars are made better these days. They last a lot longer, yeah. for the most part. There are still some that, that don't. But for the most like we talked about Jake Scott. He's close to 300,000 on his Hyundai Sonata. But the inside looks like he's close to 300,000. miles on his Hyundai Sonata. Yeah. And so the vehicle is still working. But then you go to trade it in. And you guys have experienced this where you'll see an outside of a car. You're like, oh, that would be a good trade-in. You open the door and you say, no, this yeah, isn't no, a good trade-in. No, that's going to tear apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. but, and 300,000 miles. I mean, if it was, you know, you've got your money's worth out of that car. Yes, yeah. Anything you get on trade is just a, you know, it's a gravy yeah. train. Donate it to uh, kidney cars. Which Don't, is what you know. he, he says what he'll be doing. Yeah. Is he'll be donating. But the, the, <clears> the, the, the idea is that, at least in this article, they're saying that the... The consoles, the cup holders, the seats, the steering wheels, the dashboards, they need to be, the floors, they need to be of more durable material. Well, a lot depends on, I I think for the most part they are reasonably durable. Let's be honest, most people don't drive their cars 300,000 miles. Most people, if they get up to 100, they're out. But, having said that, a lot of it depends on how well you take care of your car. I was in a... uh, 2004 Suzu Trooper yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Wow, I didn't know With anyone a, had those anymore. Me neither. I haven't seen one for a while. Yeah. You know, bought from Busey Suzu. <laughs> 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 no longer exists, but uh, it had 180,000 miles on it. The interior was fine. So a lot depends on how you take care of it. I've seen two-year-old cars where you would not, you need a typhoid shot to get in them. Yeah, right. It's disgusting. Yeah. People yeah. sometimes uh, treat their cars like rolling garbage cans. A, a lot of it is. <laughs> 
Well, and I think people are keeping their cars longer. And let's be honest, not everybody takes good care of their stuff. <laughs> and and that's what you see. And especially on, you know, original owners, I think, take a little bit better care of their cars. When we see a one-owner car, even if it's got 200,000 miles on it, sometimes it's it's pretty clean inside. Yeah. So I don't think it's the materials, per se. I think it's more um, per people. Yeah, I think it's more people and just, you know. Habits and time. And well, caring, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, taking a minute to vacuum it up, clean it up. Yeah. Pick up, dust up. Are you getting cars that are four years old that have never seen a car wash? Have never seen a vacuum what? inside of them? Yeah. Have never seen any the windows have a haze over them because they've never been cleaned? Yeah, the haze is the... It's like, how do you see out you of this? You know, it's, uh, it's got like a half-inch I mean, layer you, you, of you grime. Wipe, wipe your fingers across and leave marks on the windows. I mean, it's, yeah. oh we gosh. see all different types. It's fascinating. Yeah. Wow. And there's cars where you open up and go, I'm not getting in this thing. <laughs> not a chance. I, you can't pay me enough to get in them. I mean, they're, yeah. they're disgusting. That's, uh, that's what inspired the... We won't share the so story. Unless, unless they come out with some self-cleaning it's materials. And some, yeah, there's you cars know, you, you yeah. get out of and you go, i got to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. <laughs> So they've got those uh they've got those uh smell bombs or whatever that you can uh, You can't make this thing smell good. There's only so much you can do. But can't they come out with a cleaning bomb? Like you, you just you set it you, That you, would be a wealthy person. Uh, yeah. If they could figure that one out. Some kind of chemical know, that just cleans things. We drop about 200 bucks per car detailing them out. And sometimes even <laughs> professional detailers can't get them even remotely where yeah. you want them cuz they're so bad. Uh well, take care of your cars. That's uh so, yeah. I disagree. Run with a the rag article. over the <laughs> yeah. I, I do disagree. I, I think you can make you can take any one isolated instance of something and make a big deal out of it and try and draw a conclusion. But yeah, we're in thousands of cars a year. Yeah, they could design them as well. And I mean, you see cars that are in great shape that are old. You see cars. I mean, I've got ninety five sitting in my driveway that the interior is perfect. Yeah. Hmm. It's how you take care of it and it's, pride yeah. in your and, in well, your and we don't take property. care of it as well as we should. This one we run our dog. You yeah, know, we used to run our dogs dog around and get them in and out wet. Well, they've gotten old enough that they don't want to go do that anymore. So, but the interior's still in great shape. So yeah. I was really disappointed in an article I read on Autoblog this what was this, le- this week. The headline. If I, think I better find the, the headline. Uh, oh, here it is. Ford's future EVs will have access to free charging network. Who's funding that? Well, nobody, because it was inaccurate. <laughs> they've Does now Ford even have a charging network. <laughs> yeah, they've now say. taken the word "free" out of the headline. So here's here's the details. It says Ford update. Ford clarified that the charging is not free. The complimentary access only allows owners the ability to pay to use the charging network for two years. After that, they'll need to pay for a membership in order to use the charger. So Ford oh, is going to be oh, building a membership to the. Yes, you have to pay to. Yes, so it's another subscription I've got to buy. Yes, yeah. you got so your Netflix, your Hulu, yeah. your Disney Plus. It's yeah. two-year free trial. Yeah. Get rid of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. So they're coming out with these this whole network of uh, EV charging. 12,000 amps or whatever, 12,000 volts. And that's good because we've yeah. talked about on the show about how terrible it is to drive an EV car cross country because of inadequate charging stations or uh, charging stations that are busy that you have people park their cars at for, yeah. for hours on end even when they're not charging. Um, so th- this is good, but yeah, it's not going to be free. I mean, even Tesla's supercharger network that they were given away for free to, to owners originally is now no longer free to, to new owners. So, free is a funny word. It, things are rarely ever, if ever, actually free. Uh, also, Chevy is doing something that I've never heard of. Maybe you guys have seen something like this in your uh, careers. But Chevy, Chevy is offering anyone that comes in with a Ford Mustang mm-hmm. and leaves with a uh, Camaro, they're giving three thousand dollars off. That happens all the time. Does it really? Happens all the time. Yeah. You got uh, all, most your. Most of the companies in their trucks, they have something similar throughout the year. You know, $2,500 trade assistance if you trade in or own a competing product with it. So, If you convert to our product, we'll give you a deal You don't on even it. have to trade it in. You just have to own it. Oh. Yeah. You can keep it. On a lot of them. This one sounds like you got to trade it in, but... Uh, let's see. Oh, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just if you own it. No, it says if they convert... If they switch from Ford, so so I, they have to trade it in based on that 
yeah. verbiage wise, I would think that you had to have to trade that one in. But on a lot of them, it's just if you own a competing product and you lease mm-hmm. or purchase and you know product X, they'll give you additional discounts. Uh, and it's no uh, maybe it is secret to some, but it's, it's not shouldn't be news. Camaro is like third or fourth in this category right now. Uh, the Mustang is the king in this Mustang probably specific. will always be king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been around since 61, 62. It's probably Mustang, Corvette, uh, then Camaro maybe? No. What would you slide in there? Yeah. I don't know because you've, you've got the Mustang, you have the Camaro, you have the, the Cuda. There's a couple other things in there. Yeah. Charger. Yeah. So that's Charger. No, Charger. Yeah, that's a good one. So... Oh man, I love some of those chargers with those Hellcat engines in there. But uh, you wouldn't have a license. <laughs> I wouldn't have a license. <laughs> you gotta use that power. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have money left in the bank either. I'd be burning through gas like oh. like crazy. Uh, all right, so there you go. A couple things from from Autoblog I saw this week. Uh, the we need to talk about uh, the latest and greatest from Subaru. But something I did want to talk about with you guys in this hour. Is the uh, the and I never know the right verbiage, but the rate uh, change. You guys, a long a few years ago, you went to promise pricing, right? Where there's no negotiation. Here's the base price so you, of you, the the car based on the market. About, you're talking about buy sell rate on on our in the finance office. Yeah, the finance rate, so, which so. you could mark up, and people do mark up, but you guys have decided to not yeah, do a that. Of, yeah, a lot made, of people don't know this, but. Yeah. Any retailer, any dealership really has the ability to mark up an interest rate from the bank. Interest rate, that's um, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. whether it's you know leasing money factors or financing through interest rates, then there's limits to that, and, and lenders set those limits. But um, there's profit there, basically, is, is what it comes down to. And, and we looked at it, and we didn't feel it was right to just make profit without providing any value to the customer. Um, we don't think profit in and of itself is bad, but we want to provide some sort of value in return. And so we made the the choice, um, the business decision, to not mark up any interest rates, any money factors, and just do buy-sell so we, we give the customer the best rate possible. Exactly. And the reason I want to talk about it is what you said at the beginning there is people may not realize yeah. that well, this, has happen- this happens and always has happened and probably will always happen, but it, you guys are changing. Well, it. at some point in time, they've been talking about this for 20 years, it probably will stop sometime in the next decade or two hmm. yeah um it'll be legislated out of existence but when you look at it when you look at uh, marking up right as as george said the only person that benefits is our company it doesn't provide anything of value to our consumer yeah and we're very customer driven and that was kind of one of the last areas where we're like yeah this doesn't match with what we believe we're going to say no more and you know, hopefully it results in more service contract sales, more things that benefit the customer, that there's tangible benefits, um, and do what we feel like is the right thing. And, and so far, it's proved that way. Yeah. Well, certainly, especially when you're uh, in one of these vehicles with the EyeSight technology. Oh, yeah. And with the way that Utah is, uh, our friends at Technoglass, they do well. <laughs> They do real well with uh, the way UDOT and the construction is around here. Yeah. And when you've got one of those specialized windshields and it gets cracked or chipped and you got to replace that thing. They're expensive. You may not have the money to do it. Yeah, they're expensive. And Um, so by you guys knocking off these uh, no more markups, that's a a service contract that someone could buy that windshield protection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one more way that we we try to be completely transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. We've got a very transparent process and very non-pressure. Yeah. No, and it, it, it makes you feel as if you can come to our, our dealerships, um, whether you have good credit, bad credit, and really know that you're not going to be taken advantage of in any way, that we're going to really give you the best Especially service we that, that we can um and again whether because because a lot of this raid markup happens on on subprime credit and on bad credit um whereas folks don't really have a choice and then they're being told no this is the best and this is what you can get and and there's a lot of profit that's made yeah. that way and mm-hmm. and we feel that uh, that's not right all right uh you guys ever been to nurburgring 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 yeah i don't know how no. to say Nürbur- it, Nürbur- yeah. nurburgring 
This is in Germany. I haven't. I have not. <laughs> I've been in Frankfurt for a couple hours. That's have it. I, <laughs> I know that they design a lot of cars for that. Yeah, that race, track. That track, and That's they ruin a, a lot of them in yep. the in the process. But well, the uh, the Subaru owns the the lap record. record. Yeah. For the which one was it? The STI. The STI. Uh, uh, was it the RA? Or? It was the RA, RA. Yeah, ring. Yeah. Record attempt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that Nurburgring ring that they yep. that they go around and and test. Well, a lot of car people, a lot of people that uh, if you ever watched Top Gear yep. back in the day, I don't know what their show is called now, but it used to be called Top Gear, right. and they would take stuff on there all the time. Yeah, and a lot of uh, motorheads have this dream of being Driving, on there yeah. someday. Well, now they've come out with a program from Jaguar. That for $164, you get to go with a professional on a Nürburgring. Because you can go actually drive uh, the ring. It's, it's, it's public. Like you can go sign up sure. and, and drive it, but this is Actually go drive it at speed. This yeah. is one you'd see in a car ri- commercial. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever ridden in a, in a car on a racetrack with a professional driver? Uh, well, I don't know if he was a professional driver. But when I did the national anthem out at uh, now the defunct Rocky uh-huh. Mountain Motor, what was that? Was the speedway out there? Speedway, yeah. uh, that we were in a, a Hellcat, in fact. Yeah. And we went around that thing as fast as he could get it. But I don't know if he was a professional driver. I don't know. <laughs> but I was. I was nervous. I was real nervous. So have you been in one with a yeah, professional driver? Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys are just yeah, talking no, to me about so, so Vegas. You know, we're very fortunate. We end up going to Subaru's dealer meeting every year and. We were in Dallas, what, three years ago? Uh, yeah. Four years ago? Four years ago. Four years ago. And they set up a course similar to what uh, Isle of Man is. And they had, okay. was it Chris Hendrick? Chris? Uh, yeah, I wasn't at that one, but I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, you weren't at that one. Uh, they, they had one of uh, Subaru's professional drivers that raced Isle of Man. And so everyone was competing to see who could go through this the fastest, drive a BRZ through the fastest, right? And there were some pretty good times, and he gets in, he kills everybody's time. He goes, okay, this time I'm going to drift it. <laughs> and he drifted the entire course, and, and Josh Goldsmith got to ride with him when he did it. Oh, really? And he drifted it fast, and everybody drove it. Uh-huh. That car was sideways throughout the whole you know, half-mile mile course. Wow. And it just makes it look simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you know, even break a sweat. Doesn't break a sweat, and just throwing that car sideways all the way around, and... It's pretty incredible what never you know, the talent people have with driving like that. I, yeah, I could never even attempt to try to to get my mind to give it a shot. I get, I don't. I mean, I, I let's be honest. I speed a little bit, yeah. But I'm not even when I get close to eighty. I'm like, oh, this is too fast. You're, you're not drifting on yeah, the on. You're not drifting. No, I'm not. Okay. No, that's <laughs> yeah, not happening. Yeah, when they introduced the BRZ, we were in New Orleans and and they did rides on the track with professional drivers. They're going through corners at 125, 130 miles an hour. That's uh, like stupid. So when we when we drove it, I hit them at ninety five, and that was as fast as I was comfortable. It was just <laughs> a little on your edge, and I was like, "Oh, that's fast." Well, but it's a, it's a secret with the yeah. professionals. It's it's actually easier the faster you go yeah. because you've, you. But you know, you have to know what you're doing. You got to dive in, hit right. the brakes, yeah. and get on. Yeah. This yeah. just in: George yeah. says, "Go faster." <laughs> go it's faster. Easier. It's easier. <laughs> it's easier to die. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you gets you to the afterlife faster. Yeah. No, then, sure. then it makes you end up like this. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh, sure. Uh. My sister-in-law's car out in Florida yesterday. She get in a wreck? <laughs> oh, <laughs> off the road into the, road. Into the Everglades. Hey, she huh? had to do a parking spot in the bushes. Took him thirty minutes to winch the car out of that. Oh man! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Before we take a break, you mentioned on ramp. Yeah. And, and I had an experience uh, a couple months ago that is still burning me. Okay. Let's and I, and actually, I have this happens all the time. But this one was just a little more egregious than the other. Uh-huh. When you are getting onto the freeway, mm-hmm. you don't you, you take your turn coming off that on ramp onto the freeway. I know where you're going. Yeah. If there's a slow moving semi yeah. ahead of me and I'm behind the semi, I owe it to that semi to let him get onto the freeway before I just burn around into the lane that he's trying to enter Absolutely. because he's going slow. Yeah. Well, you know who else owes it to him? The guy behind me yeah. owes it to me and the semi. And he's like, oh, no. Uh, I'm we, going around him. <laughs> we learned this in kindergarten. Take your turns. But we lo- file, Utahns lose that when they get on the highway. We froth at the mouth. Yeah. It's <laughs> it so dangerous. So well, and, dangerous. And the stupid thing is, is you know traffic's merging in that right now. Get the heck out of it. 
don't move don't, one lane over. Don't travel in the right move lane. Move a lane over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't go slow in the left lane. Don't hang out in the right lane. Find your spot in yeah. the middle somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. pass in the right lane. Don't. Well, sometimes the right lane is the fastest lane on the freeway. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but it just are driving in the left. <laughs> so so this backwards. this Joker burns around me. Get blocks me from being able to merge yep. safely, mm-hmm. then blocks the semi for be- and I almost get die underneath a semi because this joker is blocking the semi yeah. from getting over. Semi slams on his brakes. Yeah. I'm following at a safe distance still, yeah. which is probably why he was mad at me in the first place because yeah. I wasn't going fast enough for his liking. Isn't it amazing what people put their lives in danger to be a second faster than you? And he's probably trying to go get McDonald's or something dumb. Yeah. You know, not that McDonald's is dumb. Just saying something that can he, wait for thirty seconds. He wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> delivering a heart to someone dying at the hospital. I hope not. There's <laughs> no be, way he might be dying all the way. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> not sure. Yeah. Not sure the vehicle he was driving is one they employ for their uh, their kidney transplant, their, their uh, human organ delivery system. But all right, anyway, that you mentioned on ramp, and I had PTSD for a second there, so we need to uh, move on here. But we'll take our final break here on Utah Car Sense, and coming up next, we'll have some more car news, including what's the latest and greatest from Subaru, right here on Utah Car Sense. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Final half hour here and that means it's time for you to call us because we've got Dan, Ed, and Jack. You got... In the drawing chance, for movie man. passes. That's pretty good odds. Yeah, yeah. 33. I'd like to find the lottery like that. I'd buy all three tickets. <laughs> just all, <laughs> all three tickets. Yeah, just give it to me. So <laughs> give us a call, ask a question, share a comment, tell a story. 855 340 Zone. 855 340 Zone. Love to hear your, hear your comments here on the show. All right. Uh, Fiat Chrysler is in a bit of hot water. Well, what do they do now? This is, uh, they, in fact, this is them that is reporting this themselves. They say that they are facing a $79 million fee uh, for uh, or penalty for fuel economy shortfalls. Whoops. They, they have failed to meet 2017's fuel economy requirements. The Italian-American automaker said the payment is not expected to have a material impact on its business. So they are going to have to pay $79 million for failing to, to meet yeah, the fuel economy. Yeah, I mean... This yeah. was a choice they made Absolutely years ago. Yeah. They, need, they need bigger fines. Yeah, we need fines that will impact their business if we want to stop. Well, I'm this really behavior. surprised. I'm really surprised with Trump in the in the office that we're finding anybody for that. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> seriously, because he's rolled everything back. Yeah. Well, and it, now here's the and it talks about that the administration here in just a moment, so it is relevant. But the fleet fell one and a half miles per gallon short of the thirty three point eight. And is how- it really worth? $79 million to not get another gallon better at your, at your uh, fuel well, how economy? Many, how, many million, how many hundreds of thousands of vehicles was that over? It's not yeah, much. Th- that just no, means they sold too many trucks. Yeah, and, and, they and sold too many trucks and not enough cars. A gallon, mile and a half. You can't fix that? Is it but, too, is it more expensive? No, because than $79 million because to they fix made that? they made so much more profit selling trucks, selling trucks and big SUVs profitable. that no. seventy nine million is a drop in the bucket yeah. when it comes when it, when it, that's a rounding error yeah. for them on that yeah. one. And if anything, they did it because right. Trump's in office. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says the Trump administration has used the widening gap between the emissions of automakers' U.S. fleets, which are skewing toward larger vehicles and national vehicle CO2 emission standards to bolster its case for freezing vehicle emissions and mileage standards at the current levels they're at through 2026. Yeah, so they're trying to make it to where they don't even have to pay these penalties going right. forward. So the Obama administration has said 55. Mm-hmm. The Trump administration has said we're going to just hold it at what it is yeah, through 2026. It's hard to say, you know, can they get a whole fleet of 55? I I think they'd be hard pressed. Hey, Fifty-five a, is lofty. You need a lot of electric. Yeah, you've got to have a lot of electric vehicles or hybrid electric. Yeah, but I that. think there's probably a more happier medium. But can they between do it? what Absolutely. that yeah. wanted and yeah. doing nothing? 
Yeah. So, but Fiat Chrysler's like, yeah, seventy nine million, nothing, nothing. Here you go. I you wanted a check or cash? Yeah. It's on the <laughs> exactly. Rams. We'll Venmo it right now. Yep. What's your What's your uh, Venmo account? <laughs> All right, uh, phone Trump line. Trump Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> there's a There's a campaign donation. <laughs> <laughs> it's something in Russian, I'm sure. Eight five five. I'll use it at Doral. Four Ozone. Three Four Ozone. Back out to the phone lines. Our good friend Pete is back on hey, the show. Hey Pete, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. It's uh, always good to uh, be enjoying the show. Thank you, well, thank sir. You. Thanks for calling in. Hey, um, I guess my question, because we were talking about, you've been talking about trucks and, and that is, I mean, it doesn't seem like too many of these manufacturers are coming out with anything in a hybrid uh, based on what I can you know, see online. Do you guys know something maybe I don't know? You talk about hybrid in a truck? Yeah, in a pickup truck, because, I mean, to oh. me it seems like with the bed, I mean, that's a perfect place for them to, you know, have 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 your batteries potentially. I thought well, I say um, well, don't they, George? I think they did, and it, and and a lot of the hybrids that were out, um, kind of in the early twenty uh, or the early two thousands, you're not seeing anymore in trucks. Um, I don't know the reason for that. Whether it's there's lack of demand, um, but yeah, you're right. There's not a lot of options if you want a, the hybrid truck. You're you're pretty much stuck. Yeah, the sad thing is hybrid. Uh, you know, a hybrid truck would be awesome, purely from the standpoint of torque off the curb off the off the stop because hmm. electric motors are 100 percent torque right out of the chute and so getting that load going but i'm sure there's some trade-off between payload and the you know the weight of the batteries and everything else but i don't think yeah, there's I enough mean, demand I'm, for it yeah i'm thinking you know more light duty i'm not thinking you know something that you'd have a fifth wheel or whatever but you know um because a lot of people like having that versatility of having you know like I said the truck and having that bed to do, you know, the light, the light hauling that typically most of us are doing, you know, maybe moving the bikes around, taking a lighter trailer possibly. Yeah. Um, no, I think there's, there's definitely a use for it. And I think where you could get really interesting with it is if you pair um, a hybrid technology with a, with a light diesel um, where you could get upwards of, you know, 30, 40 miles a gallon, um, on, on a diesel with that hybrid technology, and, and Roger's right. I think you could you could have lots of uses for it with a lot of torque off the line, and um, it's just that the, the technology hasn't been invested in, and I doubt we're going to see the investment if they're going to leave the fuel economy standards where they're at. You need to have that, that goal to shoot for, and then you'll see the technology get developed for it. So there are two hybrids out there, according to this. There's a uh, 2019 Dodge Ram 1500 that's a 48-volt mild, mild hybrid, and then the 2020 F-150 Ford with hybrid with fully electric following t- in 2021 or two. So there's are, there are a couple, so there's but there's not much. out and one on the market, but it's a mild hybrid, yeah. so it's not not anything that you're seeing in the current technology and the Priuses. And the okay, plans. well, that, you know, that I guess that helps me at least answer what is coming out, because, I mean, isn't part of the... Um, the whole GM strike with the auto workers, uh, their concern about because GM's talking about going to you know building a lot more electric vehicles, which clearly it could potentially put a lot of these guys who are making some you know based on you know what I've been able to understand as far as their you know top wages, some really good money for uh, you know people who are I don't know I'd still call them middle class or upper middle class or whatever, but. Yeah, I think uh, what are they making? Uh, Seventy thousand, seventy-seven thousand. Have you ever tor- have you ever toured a factory? No, I haven't. You can pay me enough money to do that job. Yeah, it's a it's a hard job. It's a it's a tough job. It's repetitive. I know Toyota rotates them through several positions every two hours, so they're not doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more my understanding more what this strike is about is having their share of the the pie. I mean, GM is extremely profitable. Yeah. They did it on the backs, uh, a lot of it on the backs of their workers. They took pay cuts and whatnot. Plus well, these temporary workers. But it's also bringing the temporary workers up to the wages everybody else is making, which they can afford. The other big sticking point was Jim was trying to stick the uh, UAW with 15% increase on their medical insurance. Yeah. So supposedly they've got a tentative agreement in place, but I haven't seen any news on it lately. So, so the tentative agreement is in place, though the strike continues for yeah, now. They won't stop the strike until that's... Ratified. Out, yeah. well, no, they they might stop it in. before that. Okay. 
there's debate is you know when they accept that and actually put it out to the rank and file. Uh, but I, I saw a report that said it's the 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 financial gain that the auto worker is going to get if this tentative agreement ends up being the the mm-hmm. final one is so minimal that the strike actually probably wasn't worth it. Well, the strike was worth it for GM. I mean, it cost them a billion a day, but allowed them to get their inventories back in line. Yeah, GM, <laughs> said, GM reported yeah. they've lost $1.5 billion in profit during the strike. Yeah. But these these workers have missed four, almost five weeks of pay Correct. for a very minimal pay yeah, gain yeah, uh, yeah. at the end of the strike. Yeah. yeah. It, where, where, where I don't like GMs uh, coming from this is where, where, where they're saying, well, this is because, uh, you know, of, of the future technology changes in coming in cars, electrification, self-driving cars, and that's not true. Yeah, that's they're, a bunch of hogwash. Yeah, you, you've got their CEO that's making twice as much as any other large automaker's CEO, then cut her pay and yep. when it comes to if you're going to start investing. Don't start at the bottom. Well, don't start at the people who are actually making your cars. I agree. That's where I don't think they're – I think they're disingenuous and – and no, really? Yeah. <laughs> Pete, look at you inspiring conversation. No, once I, again. I, I agree with you. I, it's it's criminal what they've done to the worker. Yeah. You know, they they took the pay cuts, they paid the price, now give them money back. GM can certainly afford it. They offed every lousy asset they had in their bankruptcy. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for the call, man. He well, always they, inspires and, and the conversation. And the crux of the issue is, like we said, these temporary workers that they've, They're paying they've basically half. been profitable on their backs for the last five, ten years. Yeah. Um, that now they don't want to give them permanent contracts um, because they're saying, well, we don't really know what the future is going to bring. Well, the future, if you're a bunch of idiots, you're going to go bankrupt again. And you're yeah. going to do this again. Hey, make nice cars <laughs> that people want to buy and uh, yeah. everything will be you fine. You know, that's, it's, it's pretty self-evident. Yeah. Uh, you just take care of your but, employees. You know, if you've been yeah. to Detroit, the big three ought to be ashamed of themselves for how rundown Detroit is. I've never, I've never had the pleasure of going. There's to some Detroit. really beautiful areas in Detroit. There's some not so yeah. nice areas, but to have three huge manufacturing companies headquartered there, and to allow the infrastructure and everything, it's, it, to, it is a shame. It's, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the only thing that stands out in my mind right now from Detroit, for whatever reason, it's just popped my head. Do you guys watch The Amazing Race? No. Uh, no. What? Eric, do you watch The Amazing Race? You know no, Amazing sir. Race? I what? Do not. Okay. Come on, reality. What do you guys watch? T- the Voice? Re- reality Please. scripted TV? Uh, no, that's not The Amazing Race. <laughs> They're all scripted to a point. No, The Amazing Absolutely. Race is not scripted. Absolutely. They, yeah. They're very selective about what they show you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love to go on The Amazing Race. That'd be a blast. Oh, it'd be so much fun. But this last time around, the finale was in Detroit. Really? And they have this thing that they're doing in Detroit right now where in these big, huge public squares, everyone just brings an instrument. Whatever instrument you play. So like a drum circle or whatever. Drum, guitar, keyboard, whatever you get, saxophone, whatever it is. And they play the same song, a cover song, and they just sit there and play it together. That's cool. It's really, really cool. But in that uh, finale, you can see some of the areas of Detroit that were not as nice. You know, for as much money as they've taken out of there. Yeah. They have not invested uh, back in in there. That's that's one of, uh, that's a backbone city. Yeah, there here in America. That's too bad. I wonder what it will if it will ever bounce back. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's really, really, really hard to say. You know, when you're relying on certain in, you know industries for everything. Eight five five three four zero zone is our phone number. Thank you, Pete. Eight five five three four zero zone. That's a one in four chance for. Movie tickets right now, right? Yeah, Dan, Ed, and Jack are like, please, Pete, why'd Stop. you call? Stop Don't calling. call. Don't. We just dropped from a third to a fourth <laughs> share of the chances here. You took 8% away. <laughs> uh, Anheuser-Busch has announced that it is going to be introducing a 40, 40 vehicles, 40 semi-trucks uh, that are made by BYD from China, which is Build Your Dreams. And they're com- oh, I thought you said BYOB. Yeah. <laughs> they're well, completely. It's in the uh, <laughs> and I'm sorry, I said 40. They've ordered 800 of these. Uh, f- oh, I'm sorry. They've ordered 800 hydrogen, but now they're adding 21 battery electric semis made by BYD in China. So uh, they're going to have uh, the introduction of the electric trucks as part of a collaboration between AB, the, the hydrogen uh, company, and BYD, the hmm. electric battery company. 
uh, and they're going to start rolling these out early next season, or early next year, rather, next season, <laughs> early next year uh, in California. Okay. They're going to be delivering their beer store to store with the with 21 electric semis. That's this cool. is something That's I'm going to want to keep cool. an eye on. Yeah. Because I would love the, the, uh, the, the hydrogen. hydrogen. That sounds even a little more interesting. Yeah, you wonder the, why they don't take these uh, take trucks and run them like they run trains. Yeah. Generate oh, electric. Yeah. It's, it'd be pretty amazing. I really think that's the future. It, the technology may High not be there yet. High efficiency diesel, mm-hmm. electric genera- yep. generator, batteries. So when you say run like trains, are you talking a rail system? Yeah. Well, it's tra- an engine. No, not a rail, but just no, the I'm just saying the, the, the concept of it. Ah, yeah. Because trains, you know, the big diesel motors, they generate electricity to electric motors to run the train. And you could do the same thing with hydrogen. You could do that with hydrogen. You can do it with, you know, you could do it on anything. In theory, if it, you yeah. know the scale works, yeah, and trucks are going to be probably where you're going to see this technology come into play first, and where you see a lot of current pollution is with these delivery trucks because they're all right, you know, gas and diesel right now. Yeah, so you, it goes back to the inland protesters inland. or yeah. the per, the pollution. Well, you're seeing the transition with the buses right now. You know, there's hybrid electric buses. There's natural gas buses. There's yeah, you know, Ace Disposal does all the garbage disposal for uh, West Jordan. They all run on natural, you know, natural, natural gas. gas, yeah, which is cleaner burning and yep, you hmm. know, so there's ways around the pollution. All right, well, uh, so there you go. I, I would love to see every semi truck in America be It'd be pretty clean. cool. It would be. I wonder what that would do for our our air and our environment. Well, transportation's taken over um, everything. The number one. Uh, cause of, C- of CO2 pollution as well as um, um, ozone and other... And, and the figure you never see on pollution is all the jets flying. Well, that that's part of transportation. No, I understand too, but that, yeah. but you really don't... I mean, yeah. think about that. You've got hundreds of thousands of oh. gallons of fuel being shot out. Yeah, that's your True. number one yeah. cause of... <laughs> Eight five five three four zero zero. I don't want to live without jets. So. Part of the show. <laughs> oh no, no, let's not go back to not being able to get somewhere. I don't. It used to as uh, I forget what comedian, but it used to take an entire generation of people to get across the country. Seriously. You'd be a whole new group yeah. by the time yeah. you got yeah. to uh, the the West Coast if you started. And so anyway, eight five five three four zero zone. Riley is with us now on the show. Hi, Riley. Hey, Riley. What's up, guys? Long time no talk. Sorry yeah, good to have you back. Saturday. Good to have you back, buddy. <laughs> hey, I have a question for you, obviously. So, on the, the, hi- the hybrid and fully electric vehicles, is there a future with all-wheel drive coming into that, or yes. no? Yeah, um, yeah, Subaru right now offers a, offers a plug-in hybrid Crosstrek. That, uh, really, and it's all-wheel drive. It's all-wheel drive. It runs off of electric up only up to 60 miles an hour. It has a 17, 18-mile range on it. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can definitely do all-wheel drive with electric. Um, and, in fact, I think some electric manufacturers even put one motor in every wheel, um, basically, to wow. make it yeah, a, a little more responsive and, and cool. direct that, yeah. that power where it really needs to go. So there's some really cool things that can be done. Jeff Miller's been driving a, a hybrid cross-check yeah. around since June, he July. Loves that he loves it. It's, it's the funniest thing. He just loves that vehicle. And yeah. he thinks that, it's you know, he's been uh, renting up in Park City while his house is being built. But he thinks once he's commuting from his new house he's to work. He's figuring 1,000 miles per tank of fuel. Yeah, that's 1,000. A, a he said 500 last 500 is now while he's getting. Yeah. Well, it's 500 now. So I think it'll be 1,000 miles per tank because he'll charge at his house. At he'll work. He'll charge at both stores. Wow. That's and, insane. But you can hit up to 60 miles an hour in that. Yeah. So unless you're on really electric. going on I-15, you're. Yeah. Or accelerating. And, and even fast. if you're doing 70 and I-15, you're not using a lot of gas. No. Yeah, that's I. I think that's really cool, and that's yeah, a nice driving hybrid. I mean, it you is. get in some hybrids or some electric cars, and you just feel that brake grab or that regenerative braking kick in super yeah. aggressively, and it's just like, oh, this isn't that nice. And I've been in some electric cars that I would trust a golf cart more. Yeah, <laughs> but that one I got it was a it was smooth. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Easy. it's a like neat, an neat car. Or, yeah. yeah, the only downside of that car is you give up a little storage space back in the back because the batteries stick Battery. up into the cargo space four inches. Yeah, he showed me. That and but I mean that's a small a trade-off. trade-off. It's yeah. a small trade-off. 
Yeah. And you don't have a spare tire. Uh, could, Riley, <laughs> could Riley or anyone get in, get on a list to buy one of these? You can. we got to be really tricky. Georgia's done it really well getting some of those in here. Yeah. They're, they don't sell them here yet. They're not letting us order them, so we've got to bring them in from other states. Um, and so we got to get creative on that. Yeah. But you are now trained to service them and yes, equipped. And, yes, and yeah. we've, got, we've sold one other than Jeff's. So we've got three more coming. Um, but it's it's pretty tough to get one at this point. Yeah, but it is possible. It is possible. All right. Yep. Riley, good to hear you back on the show, buddy. Hey. Have a good week. Eight five five three four zero zone. Got a oh about six minutes here to get in and uh, try to ruin Dan, Ed, Jack, Pete, and Riley's day. <laughs> and you just said I'll do that. <laughs> I just want to hey, hear. You got to see the smile on his face. I want to hear this. from some people. He's got a little evilness in I him. I love. <laughs> I love Dan and Ed and Jack and Pete and Riley. But you got this evil streak in there. But Doug, Doug is set on beating Dan, Ed, Jack, Pete, and Riley. So, Doug, what is your question of the day? Well, I have an observation. This is amazing. You were talking about merging onto the freeway. So I'm listening to the show. This is like three minutes ago. I'm getting on the freeway, and I'm looking behind me, and this guy is just hightailing it behind me, and I thought, he's not going to try and cut over into that lane before I do. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, I, I'm going to merge on. He comes right up, right behind me, zips right into the lane, and I'll be honest, I'm a fairly calm guy, but I gave him the horn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let him have it. See? Uh, Doug? It's your fault, Austin. It, you talked about it. No, no but your horn. Call him out on the radio. Name and shame. Let's go. What's the license plate number? Make and model. Where, what exit were you by? I want Batman all over this thing. Vigilante justice here. Yeah. Doug, what timing, man. Wow. Yeah, make you feel better. I, look, people do weird and, and nasty do. things on the road all the time, but that one got me so good that day. <laughs> I I lost my mind over that one, He's Doug. He's his blood pressure on this Amen. one. Amen. Yeah. I totally agree. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> oh. I thought I'd just mention that to you that you are, I'm a second witness right there. there. Thank, Thank you. Doug. So yeah. appreciate you it. Have a wonderful weekend. <laughs> See, I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, it happens all the time. We know you're not crazy, <laughs> yeah. but the timing of that was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was the same guy. Probably. I really want to call was Doug back and ask him. Was it, hey. Yeah, was it? Yeah, was was, was it, it Alexis, a blue collar? And was it in this part of Davis County, <laughs> by chance? All right. A, that's the problem. You're in Davis County. No. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm joking. I'm wow, joking. turf wars. No, turf wars. not at all. Not at all. Uh, Sometimes, you know, the filters doesn't work. <laughs> uh, Go for the laugh. We got our problems up there, that's for sure. Uh, Paul is now with us. Hi, Paul. What's up, hey, Paul? How are we doing, guys? I didn't listen to your show. Two or three things that the Amer or the even Utah could do is, if everybody in the state of Utah drove drove between two to five miles less per week, how much pollution would we have? You know, and and plus the fact that uh, I don't know what what there is about uh, red lights, but I I just can't imagine why you got to see past four cars to get to a red light ahead of something one second somebody it's always fun when you pull up to the red light and that guy is right next to you that was riding oh, yeah. for a while I, yeah. I, I see i drive i do a lot of driving so i between 50 and 75 miles a day wow and uh, on these back roads and if i get on the freeway i know every, there's a hundred thousand cars on the freeway and i'm i'm right in the middle of them wow yeah so well good two, you said two to three less miles per week is that what you proposed yeah. there? Hmm. There's over a million cars on the on the Wasatch Front. Do a little math. Oh yeah. What, that, how much pollution is that going to save? That adds up. That adds up, adds up a lot. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Not two idea. miles wouldn't be much at all. Let's just walk to church once a, once a month. That's yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a good true. point. Yeah, Plan your trips and you know just save down where you can. Uh, thank you, Paul. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, th- that's uh, I saw. Uh, we were at uh, Supply Link in Bountiful yesterday for mm-hmm. the big show, and they used to only sell like toner and and cartridges for printers and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. They've now expanded into like an all sell, like whatever you. In fact, their slogan is brilliant. It's we have everything you never knew you needed. Okay. <laughs> you go in there; it's a surplus store. Yeah, you know, is what it is. And they said that they had a bunch of those last mile scooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you see downtown, the right. last mile commute scooters that they sold to people. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's brilliant because uh, people that, m- one of my uh, concerns about taking Front Runner or whatever to work 
is in the winter, you got to walk from the station to wherever yep. you're going. That last mile, most people in the winter are going to Uber or Lyft it, and that's not saving on the pollution or whatever. Right. But yeah. you get one of those scooters, and you, so to Paul's point, you're now cutting down one to three oh, yeah. miles a week off of your commute. That'll add up. It'll add up real quick. Well, you're begging for callers. Worked. Hey, <laughs> a little competition. Everybody's done raking their leaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone got the, the word the, went out. Now that the rain is falling, eight five five three four zero zone. Bill is back on the show. Hi, Bill. Morning. Hey, how are you, pal? We've I missed you, dude. To you for a while. Yeah, we've missed you. You all right? Yeah. Well, I'm okay, but I have to share a little story with you. You know, all, all that run of bad luck that I had. Well. Three weeks ago on Saturday night, I got a drink at 7-Eleven, and I pulled out, and I'm sitting, facing State Street, waiting for the traffic as it goes by to, in order to pull out into traffic. All of a sudden, my dog gets knocked off of the console sitting next to me, and some guy backed out of his parking spot there and backed into my, my car. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, so after three weeks of haggling with the insurance company, uh, they charged me with 20% of the accident, <laughs> and I was wow. sitting still. How, that? <laughs> How can wow. that be? Yeah. I, I know they do that stuff all the time. They do that uh, stuff all the time. My mom just went through well, a similar experience. Insurance is such a ripoff. Well, yeah. here's, their, here's their logic. It was 9.30 at night. I had my lights on auto, and and they weren't on on, and that's why they're charging me because they, they – they're not sure my lights would would have been on at nine thirty. I think it's a little dark right now, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think they'd be hard pressed to say they weren't on. <laughs> yeah, and how would they? That's even pretty fishy. That? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty fishy. If you've got them in auto. Yeah, they well, been on. That's yeah. I mean, well, my my insurance company is uh, is fighting them. Oh, they should. And, uh, huh. Good. Hopefully, um, they get that taken I, care of. I found a great insurance company where you drive for a month and then they gauge your your insurance based upon how you drive. And uh, I cut my insurance more than in half. Good. Um, oh. By by that. So, Don't mess with my discount. So, <laughs> at least there's somebody out there that believes I'm a good driver. <laughs> yes, awesome. sir. So. All right, Bill. Good to hear from <laughs> you, man. Day. We'll look forward to getting you on again. All right, that's it for us this week. We had eight callers. Got not now. bad for the not final bad. 15 minutes begging of the show. Cars worked. Yeah, I'm not above begging. <laughs> yeah, we, and we're we not know. above uh, incentivizing either. <laughs> so we got to pick uh, our, our winner of the movie passes. I've got them written in random order on my paper. Eric Jensen, our producer today. Uh, you can count to eight, right? You know the numbers one through eight. Yes, sir. Okay, so what's your, <laughs> what's wow. your random number? I'm teasing, Eric. <laughs> what's your random number between one and eight, guy? Uh, I'll go... Five. Five gets you Riley. Awesome. Our friend Riley called in and asked about electric all-wheel drive. There you so go, wonderful. Riley, Riley uh, get those passes Swing at the Midtown, Midtown store. Come on down. You're George's problem now. Yep. All right. <laughs> For George Roska and Roger Parkin, you guys have a good week, all right? That's Eric Jensen yep. behind the glass. I'm Austin Horton. Thanks, guys. Thanks, as guys. Utah Car Sense.